I'm safety Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles. Push back at the 30, at the 40, at the 50. Malcolm Jenkins is going 99 yards for a touchdown. And you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spinero. Hello, Eagles everywhere, and welcome to the Eagles Live Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you, and what a show we have for you today. We'll be joined in just a little bit here by Kyle Lowry. Now, you know Kyle Lowry as a really member of the Toronto Raptors. We're not real happy with him because he beat our Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA playoffs and then went on to win the NBA championship. But Kyle Lowry is deep down an Eagles fan as big as any one of us. Born and raised in Philadelphia, Cardinal Doherty High School, attended Villanova for two years and has been in the NBA since 2006. And during the midst of his celebration after winning the NBA title, Lowry stopped at the NovaCare Complex to take in some Eagles practice. We made sure to spend some time with Lowry and we'll hear that in just a little while. We've also got Avante Maddox, Eagles cornerback, who spent an interesting offseason training with maybe the best of the best in the NFL. You'll hear from him in just a moment. First, let's get caught up on some of the news of the weekend. The Eagles signing veteran cornerback Orlando Skandrick, a 10-year veteran in the league, nine of those years with the Dallas Cowboys. Last season with the Kansas City Chiefs, he had a career-high 13 passes defensed. The Eagles worked him out on Saturday, signed him later that day. He's wearing number 45, trying to create a spot in a crowded cornerback picture for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles excited about this one, and I expect Skandrick to challenge at the slot cornerback position. That seems to be where his skill set is best in this defense. We've got a lot to get to here on the Eagles Live podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. When we return, Avante Maddox, who last year played safety, inside cornerback, outside cornerback. What does he do for an encore? We'll find out in a moment. Share the tradition of Eagles football with the young fan in your life with an Eagles Kids Club membership. For just $20, members receive an amazing welcome kit, invites to special events like the Halloween party, opportunities to win Eagles prizes with monthly contests, and so much more. Visit PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash kidsclub to sign up today. Hello, Eagles everywhere, and welcome to the Eagles Live podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group insider Dave Spadaro with you. And I'm joined by the pride of Detroit, Michigan. Well, one of the prides of Detroit, Michigan, (laughs) Avante Maddox, Eagles cornerback. Second year here, man. It's a lot easier the second time around, isn't it? Uh, I won't say easier, but it's more comfortable, you know. Uh, Every year is as a challenge, and you know you just learn new things. And you know, coming in this year, I feel a little bit more comfortable. All right, so I'm going to start with. I know you're in Philly. Your heart's here in Philadelphia, but you know, you do come from Detroit. Yeah. So I got a little game for you. Oh man! All right. <laughs> Famous people of Detroit. All right. This is our guy Chris Barletto put this together. That's oh, Chris man. over there. He's wrong a lot of times. So <laughs> if it's wrong, we're not going to not going to get mad. All right, here we go. You get this one. I think you get this one. These two homegrown basketball talents starred at the University of Michigan and were part of five freshmen named 
the Fab Five. Oh my God! You're not going to stumble right out of the box. I'm about to stumble right out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a basketball fan. I'm not into basketball as much. Okay. I, you know, I never reached my height. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I've kind of put it to the side. Five nine. Did you have any kind of game? Uh, Did you play it all? A little bit. What were your I mean, What were your sports as a kid? Uh, my sports was baseball from the beginning, and then. I moved along to football, and okay. then, you know, I did basketball when I could, like conditioning-wise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right over out of court. Do you need help with the answer? <laughs> Give me some help. J- Jalen Rose, Weber. Chris Weber. Yeah, yeah Randy Weber. Weber. Right. That's Those two. Different. The other Fab Five was like Jimmy King, Juwan Howard, and uh, Ray Jackson. Okay. Ray Jackson. I know. Right, I, know I know it was Webb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how old, were you, how old were you when the Fab Five was running amok? When was that anyway? That was like I was I was probably you're like a little kid. I was a little kid. Yeah, I yeah. was probably just running around. Jeez. <laughs> just started. Time flies. Okay, number two. This man is the founder of Motown Records. Motown Records. Barry Gordy. Hey, Barry. That's a mess of mess right? that's a music right there. Right. Barry Gordy. Well done. Okay, this man starred as Asian gangster Leslie Chow in the Hangover trilogy, and was actually a medical doctor before turning to comedy, which I did not know. Is this the dude with the head of monkey? Yeah. Ken Jeong. Oh, no. Ken Jeong. Nah, he's funny. He is very funny. All right, this one. You got to get you got, I believe. I believe in you, Avante. I believe you'll get these last two. Uh, this former NFL running back was known as the bus. Oh, uh, I know this. Uh, uh, he went to... Um, uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I know. Jerome Bettis, yep. yep. Jerome Bettis, okay. Number five, big one. This rapper starred in the movie Eight Mile. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> you got that Eminem. one? Eminem. very good. All right. Well, you got, you got a few of them. You got a couple of them. All right, I got, five qu- I got five questions for you, too. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, they aren't trivia questions, but, but I want, Avante, when people meet you and they find out that you play in the NFL, how do they react? Uh, it, it depends on, you know, who I'm, who I'm talking to. Um, I notice like when I'm with the little, the younger kids, you know, they, they get very happy and, you know, excited and, you know, a lot of questions come out. So, you know, and I enjoy it because, you know, when I was a little kid and, you know, I looked up to people when that's in places that I would want to be, you know, you get excited just to be able to meet them and, you know, being able to give back to them and give them advice is a good thing. Anything? Any? Anybody ever say, "Hey, uh, boy, you look a lot bigger on TV." <laughs> <laughs> I get that every time. <laughs> now they do say I look a lot bigger on TV, but when they say they say you small, then when I say NFL, they say, "Huh?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. What is your pregame ritual if you have any and superstitions? Um, you know, I, I kind of I, I go out to the field, I do my warm up, and then I come back in. I give it give some time to myself just to like kind of like relax and almost like meditate then before we run out um the tunnel i go to the other end zone i pray yeah after that i'm ready to go okay music uh, anything on your uh, playlist that you play every week i i, I kind of get a shuffle going i play a lot of a lot of things like i put some drake on depending on on, on how i'm feeling that day or some detroit music i got in my in my um my archive, so <laughs> play a few of those, and then I get to it. Are you angry on game days? Like, what kind of what kind of mentality do you have? Yeah, I'm coming in. I'm angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, you can't come to the game, you know, not ready. So when I come in, I'm angry. I'm ready to go. All right. Ready to compete. Question number three, when is the last time you had short hair? When is the last <laughs> time you cut your hair? Man, that's a good question. I say, oh, 
probably nine years ago. Maybe. Is that right? Probably nine years ago. I say uh, this is how I started it. So I, was, I broke my leg, right? And then I was like, oh, man, I don't want to crush into the barbershop. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, I can't crush into the barbershop like this. <laughs> my hair is just growing and growing. And it got so long. So after I said, I'm going to just dread it up. Yeah. <laughs> so I dreaded it up. And then I, ever since then, I had to dread it. So they've been growing. What, what is the care that you put into place here? What, what is the daily routine with dreadlocks uh so you know you got them and i kind of do the double strand so it's it's two twisted together so it's kind of like a twist and you know that it's kind of like it, it shortens it up but it makes it's still long so it's longer than this but you know i don't want mine to get too long so every day i just every month or so i'll, I'll, I'll get it retwisted and you know i go to bed i put my do-rag on okay keep it keep it keep it laid down once i get it done so that's and so the do rag allows you to lay there lay comfortably. Lay there comfortably, okay. and then you know it's not all around your neck and things like that. Do so. you wash it? Yeah, you wash okay, it. Okay, I was yep. gonna say it, yeah. would, it would smell if you were playing football here. Yeah, you you definitely do, but not mine's don't smell, so we good. Do you have hair in the? In the is there uh, somebody's hairstyle in the locker room that you admire? Uh, you know, you know, Jay Mills is pretty unique. Yeah, I would say <laughs> pretty, so. That, I feel like he has the most unique hairstyle in the, in the locker room. Okay. Uh, question number four. You uh, are good at uh, piano, playing the piano. Yeah. Um, what is the history on that? Uh, so I was growing up and I lived with my uncle and aunt and I was in, and they got me into piano. You know, I didn't even want to do it at first. I was just like, man, I don't want to do this. I want to play sports. And they was like, well, when you come home, you're not playing sports now, so you might as well get something on your mind while you're here. I said, okay, well, and they, I started playing the piano a little bit, took a little lessons, and then I stopped. But then I just started catching it along with just, like, music, like just listening to beat, and then just pushing on the piano and trying to find a key that matches it. And then that's kind of how I get it. Do you still it. play? Uh, right now, no. I kind of kind of backed off of it because – when, if I go home to my um, house in Detroit, they got a piano there, so okay. I'll, start, I'll play on it then. But here, nah. I never learned how to read music. Is it hard? Uh, it, it's 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 a little challenging, but once you get it, it it, it gets easier. Okay. You know, you start start flowing. I saw a great movie about a piano player. Uh, oh, it was the uh, the Green Book. Green Book. Green Book I haven't seen that one. Oh, fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. Check it out. When you get home, huh? Yeah. Got, yeah. got enough time get before time, I go to yeah. bed. Yeah, that's right. Okay, the funniest player, question number five, funniest player in the Eagles locker room and why? <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to either go with Ronald Darby <laughs> because he always joking. I don't know why. <laughs> Something wrong with him. The whole DB room is just interesting. I give it to them guys because, you know, I'm mostly around them. So... Ronald Darby has a sneaky, funny a sense sneaky, of humor, funny, man. When he's with the reporter, he's like all straight and he's like quiet. <laughs> and you get him loose, man. He's, he's, he's crack up. He start acting yeah, up, yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> When's your real personality show? Uh, I say in times like this and the times when, you know, I'm out just in the boat or if I'm talking to anyone, you know, because I, I'm, I'm, I smile a lot. But in a game, you won't catch me smiling unless we just, you know, <laughs> winning a lot. But, you know, other than that, like, I'm, I'm a happy person. I've always been. Uh, you know, I like to smile. I like good positivity in my life, you know. And I joke around, so that's why I like this room a lot in the DB room. So when we get in there, it's just always jokes and laughing. But, you know, we always compete, and we, we push each other to have fun. Year number two in the NFL for Avante Maddox. Um, let's look back before we look ahead. How would you play last year? Um, I think I played well, but, you know, I got a lot, of, lot to improve in um, you know, like what? just just little things, you know, from the technique to learning, learning more positions, you know, learning every position that I was playing. And you know, it's, it comes a day at a time. So 
that's 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 mostly what I say. I did. I think I just did well last year. Do you believe that you will find a spot in this defense? Do you believe that you're going to keep cross training for slot, for outside, for safety, and just kind of be there if needed wherever? Yeah. I mean, that's whatever they they need me to go, and you know. Wherever they need me to play, you know, I'm up for it. Like they said, when they needed me to go to safety, I was up for it. Everybody, I'm there. <laughs> so uh, wherever they need me to go, you know, like I said, each and every day I go into the film room. I'm not just taking notes for corner. You know, I'm, I'm taking notes for safety, taking notes for nickel. So I, when if I get put in that situation again, if I ever have to do it again, I'll be ready. It, what what did you learn about the NFL as a rookie, Avante? I mean, a lot of players always say it goes by in a blur, and you know it's it's so fast. Was it like was it truly that fast? Yeah, it's fast. Like I was just talking about that with to my, um, my 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 people at home, and I'm like, dang, that first year was kind of fast. Like it felt long as it was going through, but as you sit down and you see I'm in year two now, and I'm like, first one kind of went fast, and they just say it gets faster and faster, so. <laughs> Each year, uh, I see how it goes. Was Dallas a, a vital part of your success? Just the fact that you guys were able to get close, be roommates, and kind of lean on each other emotionally, and just kind of make sure that you're both on point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dallas, my guy, man. He's he funny too. <laughs> he's funny. That might be the one person outside of the DV room that's funny. <laughs> but no, he, uh, no, he's good, man. We we, we came close because we had mutual friends, and when we got here, we was talking about him, and then we came close and. You know, we, we lived in the same building, so we had times where we'd come home and go over to each other's house and, you know, play a video game or watch a little bit of film. And he watched, he showed me his best play, I showed him his best play, so things like that would be funny. So who, how did you become roommates? Were you just assigned to each other? Did you request each other? Uh, and that was only through training camp, right? Through training camp. Yeah, uh, yeah so I think after, after the first um, segment of, you know, the rookies coming in, we had, we was, he was by himself. And then he had to get a roommate for training camp, and we got a room. And that's when we, we just chose each other. So. It's it's best thing about the NFL, Avante. Best thing about the NFL, uh, it's exciting. You know, the fans and, you know, each and every day you get to go out and compete and have fun doing it. Uh, the mood on this team seems to be the thing you hear the most is we have to win as a team, we have to win as a team. We have to, is that kind of the message from Coach Doug every day? Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, I mean, we got to prove it. You know, we got to win as a team and go out and – compete and have fun doing it you know we just not a team to just go out and win and be all strictly strict but you know he wants to have fun as we do it and he wants to become together and win as a as a team if you were a defensive coordinator studying you all off season what weaknesses would i say I, i'm gonna look at number 29 and say i'm gonna try to beat this guy how mm, uh, that's a good question Something you gotta sit down and think about. Yeah. But no. Um, I mean, do you do do you, you kind of look at yourself like, critically, right? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I always every time I go in the film room, I'm looking at something. So I'll, I'll say, I mean, it depends on where I'm at on the field. You know, he it could be angles, it could be little things like that. Um, footwork at the line, on pressing. So you know, it's always things I can work on, and you know, it's always things someone could point out at. But it's just to you to get it done to fix it. I remember after the Bears pre uh, playoff game, everybody kept coming up to you with the double move, the double mm -hmm. move. You didn't seem stressed about that mm -hmm. at all. What, explain what the whole your thinking was and what you saw once you watched film, and then how you corrected yourself. Yeah, um, you know when I was when I was watching that, um, it's just an eye thing. You know when what? he breaks in, my eyes was wasn't it was going straight to the cornerback. I'm quarterback instead of going to the receiver, and that kind of messed me up there. You know, hearing the talking and things, I know I can fix it because. 
I know I'm going to get it again. And when I get it again, I know I'm going to stop it. And once I stop it, they're going to stop it. So that's Will, how I looked at it. Will Corn, what, is that an idea of being, you want to get the football? Is that why your eyes go in there? Yeah, definitely. I want the ball. I'm yeah. a, anytime, I'm a, anytime the ball getting thrown my way, I want it. And then if I'm looking and he takes his hand off of it, I, I feel like he's coming out right then. So I'm, I'm a ball hawk. But at, at the time, I had to have short memory at corner. Sure. So, you know, things happen. You're never perfect there. Probably the harder position and without, like, help. So it's, it's challenging. You feel like you're on the road to where you want to be, Avante? You're on the right, uh, at the right pace, at the right acceleration of your career? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm moving, as long as I'm moving forward and not taking any steps back, I feel like I'm good. Awesome. And, and this new pass interference thing, like yeah. what's the emphasis with you just keep playing your game? You got to keep playing your game. You yeah. got to go out there and compete. You can't just go out there and worry about a flag coming. You got to go out there and want to make plays. And, you know, when you see the ball in there, you got to attack the ball. I say – when the ball in the air, you might as well turn into a receiver, you know. Forget the hands, touching, just go for the ball. So they can't call it then. I like this through that. Through the course of this summer, you're going to be playing against Alshon and Nelson and Deshaun mm-hmm. and JJ and Mac. I mean, that's as good a group of wide receivers as you're going to find anywhere in the league. That's going to make you better, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely make me better. Better player, smarter player, you know, because I can ask them guys questions on how they run their routes and, you know, give you good tips and, it's going to make me definitely a better player. All right, Vontae, let's talk about the city of Philadelphia and what you know about the city and life in the city. Did you spend much time getting out and about? Uh, not not really. Um, I got a little bit, not too much. But I know one thing, um, it, it's nice here. You know, it's kind of like I kind of similar to Detroit a little bit, you know, in some areas. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of people here. I noticed yeah. that. Like, it's a lot it's of people. Neighbor, and it's neighborhoods, it's and they love their sports. People, and they love their sports. Do they recognize you? <laughs> yeah, they do. You know, I walk around sometimes, and, you know, people come up and say hey and ask the name, and then they realize, oh, yeah, that's you. And then they hit you with the question, I didn't know you was that small. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. That goes back to I didn't to know you was that small. Yeah, I'm that small. <laughs> and they think oh, they can right. take you, right? They, they think they can take you. Line up. Let me line up real quick. You can check me. Exactly. <laughs> no, I can't do that. <laughs> when you were a kid, did you were you a big sports fan? Uh, when I was a kid, I, I was, I was kind of, yeah, I, I was into sports, but, you know, I wasn't into the statistics and things like that. I was kind of like really f- like focusing on certain guys in, in certain areas and, you know, kind of kind of flipping from sport to sport to sport. I was just trying to better myself. Detroit all the way? Yeah, Detroit, Detroit all the way. Detroit all the way? Was yeah. it Detroit Lions fan? Uh, I, I like the Lions, yeah. yeah the Lions, I like the Lions. Like, I like certain players. I like every every team that's in Detroit from, you know, sports standpoint. But, you know. But now we're Philadelphia, up, now we're baby. I got have a new you, one on the Have ride. you checked out the Sixers and the Phillies uh, and, and all that? Yep, I checked them both out. Okay. And pretty fun, entertaining. Yeah, you know, the basketball games are entertaining. Pretty first time being there to a, to a basketball game. And then I went to a lot of baseball games back at the Tigers. And I went to the um, – when I was in the pit, I went to the Pirates. So right. I've been to a lot of baseball games. And then I played in a lot of stadiums when I was younger. So uh, Last thing here, advice for those who think that talent alone – can make them successful in the NFL. What would you say to that? Uh, I, I I would say talent only lasts for so long, because you know once you get here, you got guys that's that's smart and you got guys that's talented too, and you got guys that's smart and talented and put in a lot of hard work. And those are the guys that most of the time they're they're the ones that succeed. And and I feel like talent only could take you so far. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's so, so much up in between yep, the ears, yep, isn't it? Yep. You got to know your stuff. Know your stuff. How many how many hours do you so spend in, in the playbook? A week? I, a week. I probably spend well right now and here. <laughs> all spending the time. all the time right now. So, 
But when the, when the season is going on, you know, I got inside the days. I'm probably spending a lot of hours in there. So, man, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> probably more, probably more than 20. And that's the just putting on hours in here, you know, I, I, throughout the week. I don't even know how you guys do in the classroom. Do they mm-hmm. give you breaks in the classroom? Do they give uh, you like- no, I mean, you could just, if you got to go, you just get up and go. But most of the time, everybody, fellas, is in and there that's just not boring? paying attention. No, you know, you're just in there because you're trying to better your game. It's like another place. It's inside. It's kind of like outside on the field almost. You just, you know, that's where you're able to find out your mistakes and things you can fix, see opponents, you know, study your opponents. So, a lot of things you could do it. You probably learn more on the in the film room than you learn out here. Who's the best receiver you played against last year outside of this team? Uh, outside of this team, I'll say DeAndre Hopkins. Pretty oh, good. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> pretty good. You watching film already of the of the, of the uh, guys? I'm watching. Up? I'm watching all of them. And right now, I'm just you know watching you know solo. So like just him or like any receivers that we got coming up on the, on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Exciting times ahead here, Avante. Yes, sir. Welcome to year number two. Thank you, Avante Maddox. We thank you so much for joining us here on the Eagles Live podcast. Thanks to Avante Maddox for that. Now it's on to the hardwood NBA superstar, Kyle Lowry. Well, he's an NBA champion for sure. He's been in the league since 2006. He's been an Eagles fan since birth. And when we return, he joins us on the Eagles Live podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. We welcome back one of our own to Philadelphia. He is a world champion, Kyle Lowry. Guard for the Toronto Raptors, Cardinal Doherty High School. The only mistake he's made, he went to Villanova instead of Temple. <laughs> but we welcome him here on the Eagles Live podcast, uh, Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider. Congratulations on being a champion. How is it going, man? It's been a whirlwind, but yeah. uh, it's been fun. It's uh, every moment, just kind of enjoying every sense of, you know, being a champion, every moment of it. Um, it's a lot that goes with it, but it's enjoyable. Um, it's been every, you know, every day there's something, you know, offering or a deal or you know, media or something, but just have fun with it because you never know if it's going to happen again or not. You took time in the midst of your whirlwind tour post championship. Yeah. You're here at Eagles training camp. You're, you're a legit fan, it's right? My team. This is my team. This is uh, this is where I like you know kind of grew up and watched the toughness. You know, my mother was a big fan of the Eagles. I watched all the games. You know, Irvin Fryer, Irvin um, Fryer, you know, Cunningham, and you know Ray Rose back in those days. Okay. Was, you know, that's how long I've been a fan since I can remember. You know what I mean? So it's kind of if you're from Philly, you better be an Eagles fan. It was fun watching you out there at practice. You are today, Kyle, a fan. Yeah. Hanging with Carson, yeah. talking to the players. Yeah. Still get a thrill out of that stuff. Did Always. you ever play football? No, I never played. I never played uh, like kind of organized football. Um, I kind of played the uh, street football with your mm-hmm. friends and everything. Okay. Uh, but I never got into it. I just, you know, those guys are a lot uh, stronger and tougher, I where, guess. <laughs> where did you watch Super Bowl 52? In, in the, I was in the Oh, you are there? You were in yeah. Yeah. Oh, you think, tell, you, Y'all think I'm going to miss that one? No. <laughs> no, I right, was well, there. I sat, I, sat, um, I sat behind the uh, Patriots bench. Okay. I, um, you know, I was literally watching every last moment of that game. I flew in that day. Um, you know, me and my wife and uh, another guy of ours flew in. His name's Courtney Charles. We flew in, um, got a car service, drove, driven down there, watched every moment of it, watched the last couple minutes, and flew back, had a game. Oh, that's right. You flew back right after the yeah, game? Yeah, I had to go. We had to play. I had, to go, I had to do a oh, job. You're in the, I, I still have a job. In the middle yeah. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still got some type of job. So while we're, while we're going all crazy, you got to get ready for, yeah. for the next game. But I was still going crazy. You know, the next practice, I think Alshon put it up on uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, I had all my Eagles gear and everything. Awesome. It was pretty cool. Man. After all those years, Kyle, of 
near misses in the 2000s, mm-hmm. which I'm sure, you know, you were just a teenage kid, I guess, yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah, Painful, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, the, the, the McNabb when he was sick in the Super Bowl. And, Allegedly. I think he was sick. <laughs> I'm going, I roll with the athletes. I think he was sick. Okay. Um, you know, just a lot of the you know ups and downs and the things of being so close and going to the Eastern Conference Championship every time and NFC Championship every time. Yeah. You know, but that's sports. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's not your time. And when it is, it's your time. What's your reaction been in Philly? I mean, you guys on the way beat the Sixers, which we're not happy about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had a lot of fun at right. the Wells Fargo Center with the crowd and 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 the media. I mean, it was really and, and I mean, Kyle, for you, like to come back to your hometown and do what you've done. What's it been like to see all your homies, even though you yeah. beat the Sixers? They're happy for you. Well. If they're my friends or family, they didn't care about the Sixers. They okay. care about Toronto. You okay. know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's at the end true. of the day. You know, if they're close to me, they were they were rooting for me. And uh, just being back in the city and overall, it's always been great. You know, this is home for me. Um, it's always will be home for me. It's, I, I believe Philadelphia. Um, the thing about you know coming back is like I, I have a friend Alvin Williams who lost to the yep. Sixers um, years ago, and he was like, "Man, I can't stay in the city just because of that." But it's home, and he loves it um, because you know you. you for me, I wanted to beat them so bad just so I can be able to show my face proudly. Of course. And not have people who talk trash. But the good, the response I've gotten from all the fans around is, man, I'm so happy for you. You represented Philadelphia well. And that's all I want to do is represent my city. I represent my family to the, the maximum. To be a champion, it requires something, I guess, extraordinary. Right. So what did you learn? What does it take to be a champion? Honestly, you got to be able to you know, take the ups and downs and not react. you got to be able to take the highs with the lows, the lows with the highs without reacting. And that's what we did this year. You know, as a team, we as a group, we kind of just legit stayed the course. And we didn't worry about this or that. We just stayed the course no matter what happened. Amazing. It was a great run. And when do you get your rings? Uh, we don't get – we don't ring night. Ring night is open tonight at the NBA season. Uh, you know, we'll get to um, have that big old banner drop down and put some nice uh, nice, nice jewelry on our finger. Now, that's that's a temporary thing. Yeah, right? this is temporary okay. right now. Yeah, I'm going to be fine. You know, okay, I have surgery. The so left I'm, thumb there. I'm, I'm all good. All right, let's do a little, let's do a couple okay. games here with Kyle Lowry. First, we're going to play some Philadelphia. Either or is okay. the answer. Okay? okay, okay. Five of them. Okay. Number one, either or, the Plateau or South Street? I'm going to Plateau. Okay. I'm going to Plateau. Uh, golf, Marion or Pine Valley? Ooh, Pine Valley. You a golfer? Yes, I'm a big time golfer. Okay. Pine Valley. Wawa or Rita's? Uh, Rita's. Wawa's up in Toronto, huh? Yeah, no, 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 but Rita's is just Rita's. It's not everywhere. It's just home. It's okay. home. Wawa's in uh, it's down Florida, down south, down south, yeah. south, so they kind of branched out too much. Okay. The main line or North Philadelphia? North Philadelphia all okay. day, all day. And we have to ask this. You see how quick these answers are? These are really <laughs> good answers, right? It's how you know, yeah. I know you have uh, Villanova in your blood, of course, yeah. but Temple or St. Joe's? St. Joe's. My wife went to St. Joe's. <laughs> I got to How come nobody goes to Temple. Uh, Aaron McKee's gonna change all that. Oh yeah, well, yes, I, I believe in Aaron McKee. Yeah. Aaron McKee. Aaron McKee was my teammate uh, years ago, but yeah. he's still a good friend of mine. He'll feel, change all that. I can't believe you've been in the league since 2006. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah, no, I'm old. But you got a lot of game. Well, left. I got a lot of game. One left. more game is we have right. Sixers trivia. All right, this is one I might struggle with a little bit. All right. Toronto I, Raptors fans, don't be alarmed. But before I assume you were a Sixers I am, fan, I was a Sixers you were, okay. fan. I wouldn't. All right, so these, these are like during fan. your your youth. You were born in the eighties. Right. So all right, this this Sixer was a first round draft pick in nineteen eighty eight, number six overall, high scoring shooting guard, averaged nineteen points a game in five seasons with the team, nicknamed Hawk. Oh, Daryl Dawkins. No, Hawk. Oh, uh, Dawkins. <laughs> I was well, gonna uh, give you the chocolate uh, thing. I was uh, sure you weren't born so, though. Uh, 
<laughs> Daryl Hawkins. Hersey Hawkins. Hersey Hawkins. Okay. Um, he won't be mad at me because he works for the Portland Bla- uh, Trailblazers, and I always say what's up to him. I knew it was Hershey Hawkins. Okay, you got it. Sorry. You're, you know, you're you got me. You got me. You're all like a fan. You're all giddy yeah, with the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number two. This Sixer was also a first-round draft wait, pick. I was close, though. Daryl Dawkins, you know, Hershey Hawkins. Uh, it kind of works. So if I had given you the, the Chocolate Thunder, you would have oh, been all over that sure, one. Yeah. I was going to give you George McGinnis. Do you remember George McGinnis? Yeah, I do. Way George before you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This Sixer was a first-round draft pick as well, 1992. Power forward who, get, who gained the nickname Baby Barkley and averaged 15 points and 8 rebounds in six seasons with the Sixers. Uh, would that be uh, Clarence Weatherspoon? That's correct. Nicely <laughs> done. Nicely done. All right. <laughs> Number three, uh, name the starters on the 76ers team that went to the NBA Finals in 2001. As D- many as D- you can. Dikembe Mutombo. Yep. Um, George Lynch. Yep. Tyrone Hill. Okay. Allen Iverson. Eric Snow. Okay. I put Theo Ratliff in there as well. Aaron McKee. Off the bench. Oh, you mean you, the whole team? Killed, no, you did it. You said starters. You went five for five. Oh, starters. Bro. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could have kept going. Okay. Rajah Bell. You, you. you want me to keep Raja going? Bell. Oh, you're, yeah, whoa, you're going yeah, deep. Yeah, you want me? Rodney yeah. Buford yeah, too. Yeah, 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 pulling know. that one out. Uh, who was the coach of that team? Who was the coach of it? Larry Brown? Okay, very good. Last one. This 76er teamed up with Charles Barkley to form a powerful, physical, and sometimes nasty low block, low box tandem. They nicknamed the two of them Thump and Bump. Right. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, hey, Famous for his days back with Detroit, one of the bad boys. Oh, Rick Mahorn. They're Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. See? Yeah, there you go. Rick Mahorn. You're the man. Kyle oh, Lowry, so you. great to see Appreciate you. It. Welcome back to Philadelphia. What do you what think was about that? Was that four out of five? Or yeah, four out of five. Okay. Yeah. Four what do you think five, about this team, by the way? The I think they're really talented. I yeah. think, you know, uh, talking to some guys, they just kind of, you know, they think they're, you know, they just got to get everybody to buy in. You know, that's the one thing about sports is, you know, you got to get everyone to buy in. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's uh, one thing that they have. They have a lot of talent. And I think, you know, sometimes, you know, you have a lot of talent, but you got to kind of be able to say, okay, you know, humble yourself. I didn't get the ball this time, but my guy got the ball. We scored. So, you know, it's all about, you know, individual success sometimes. But at the end of the day, the team's success makes the individual success look better. You get to watch every game? Yeah. I got the NFL Network, the NFL uh, Pass up in Toronto. So I watch every game I possibly can. Uh, Direct TV app, you know, everything I can. You, got, you get down to the... Uh to the link at all? I'll try to this year. I'm not sure if I'll be home or not, but yeah. I'll try to get down to a game and, you know, sit in the suite. And if it's warm, if it's cold, you know, I'll sit in the suite again. Who, who, <laughs> who else in the NBA loves the Sixers that you know? Uh, Any of your friends? And, and the, the Eagles? Oh, the Eagles all, all of my guys from Philadelphia, the, the Morris Twins, Deion Waiters, um, Wayne Ellington, um, all my Philly guys, those guys are, uh, you know, big-time fans. Mikael Bridges now, I know he's an Eagles fan. Uh, you know, I think all of Philadelphia guys are Eagles fans. Never leave. You can leave Philadelphia, but Philadelphia never leaves you. Kyle Lowry. Never again. Have a great season. Thank you. Continued success in your great career, and uh, let's fly Eagles fly. Fly Eagles fly. Thanks for joining us here on the Eagles Live podcast. Insider Dave Spadaro saying thanks so much for joining us. We thank Avante Maddox and Kyle Lowry, Peter Kelly, Chris Bartletto, and Nick Rotundi for putting this all together. Thanks to all of you for joining us each and every week on the Eagles Live podcast. We're back from training camp on Thursday with our next edition. Also, make sure you tune in to Fran Duffy's Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast each and every day with his review of what happened at this practice as the Eagles training camp 2019 ramps up 95-degree temperatures on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, the heat is on for the Philadelphia Eagles. Thanks so much for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro saying, Fly, Eagles, fly.